Welcome to Shop Talking Random-ish, where conversation rules the nation and no topic is off limits. You know, this ain't nothing but healthy conversation. Now welcome your hosts, Rick King and Will Sing. Love, relate to you, I can't if you's a fake nigga. When level four in the state with your mistakes get you Rap niggas, they just want a double date with you Twit pick and show these hoes that they affiliate with you Labels used to treating rappers like a slave, nigga Starving artists, just be happy with your fame, nigga Shit changed, now it's such a different game All a niggas like myself is controlling everything If you pay attention, see exactly what I mean F- the middleman. I said that in 2003 Was 18, white Lincoln, chrome feet Black 40 was my pillow, every night I go to sleep Grown niggas treat me like they OG Holding on to every word that the tiny lope speaks I had a vision that nobody else could see Sold my to D-Mac, a little less than 10 G's Brought my grocery bag of cash straight to Black Sam He mashed next day we went to Sam Ash He bought a Pro Tools and the microphone Studio was far from plush But them lights was on Couple hundred thousand stashed At my mama's home Real estate in Atlanta But ain't nobody know Mac 11's in the safe Hidden in the flow My bro did it like nobody That I've ever known Screens on every wall With 16 camera angles Double pane bulletproof glass Pushing past the haters Cuban links and Rolexes Photo check from Epic This industry ain't gotta like us But they gonna respect it Built the label up from money we were saving up. No details to the statue of limitations up. Couple niggas got flipped trying to play with us. The demonstrations speak loud, so I ain't saying much. Was a charismatic nigga, I don't play as much. Cause life is real when you live it in a place like us. School pictures cracking smiles, now my face is stuck. Shell shocked to see how much they really hated us. Couldn't keep a kind heart, get your hatred up. Street smarts. Get your information up Watching belly smoking blunts Take Jamaican puffs One day I'ma have a house and car Like Jamaican cuz Credits roll back to stress pound Breaking up Had to fight before we hustled And it made us tough Early 90s neighbors Rooster used to wake us up Mama had a bucket and a shack But we ain't make a fuss Blue cutlass, no license 380 tucks 96 Caprice Both the fast for saving up They getting packed out If try fade with us Crenshaw, Sloss, and True Stories. Oh, play the drums. Greetings, Atlanta, America, Worldwide Internet. Thank you for tuning in to WWE 1100 AM, The Real. You want to shop talking randomish with King Insane and the lovely Starlight. I am Will Sane. It's your boy Rick Kang in the building. What's good with you? The lovely Starlight is not in the building tonight. I think she's on the way. She might be. Out is there. she on the way? I don't know. Oh, okay. You know how y'all do. Yeah, you know how we do. Y'all you. come and go as you please. Because you're a one man show, but without no, us. I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I, I, I am a group. <laughs> I have a show with my two favorite peoples in the whole wide world. You perform well, sir. But but one monkey. I'm a perform. But one monkey doesn't stop no show. Oh, you're right. So we must go on. Let the flutes hit them. Let's hit them. Let the flutes. Hey. This is talking randomish. Yes, sir. This ain't nothing but some good old fashioned barbershop style conversation. 
We only have one rule in this shop, which is say what you mean, mean what you say, just don't be mean when you say it. And then hit this here barbershop, ain't no conversation taboo. Not at all. If y'all want to holler at your folks, please call in at 404-603-8770. Or if you're in your mammy basement, please let her know <laughs> this is not one of them freaking deacon numbers. It ain't no 9999 number. It's we will pay for it. one 962 The shop is open. Yes, sir. What's good, man? How you doing, bro? Boy, I'm pretty good. How about Miss Starlight has just showed up. Miss Starlight is in the building. Thank you very much. Right here, How you doing, Miss Lady? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> hey, how are you? Sorry, be late. You gonna have to slide around, Miss Lady? It's been a very busy week, man. A very, very, very busy week. Sad week it has been. Yeah. Yes, indeed. We started this thing off. Um, R.I.P. Mr. Hustle. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Very sad. Very sad thing happened Sunday evening. Yes. Sunday. The end of March, March 31st. Uh, in Los Angeles, California. Nipsey Hustle, for those who are not familiar with the guy. Rick, please take it away. He was standing outside his clothing store that he owned mm-hmm. in a plaza that he owned mm-hmm. in his in the neighborhood that he came from and was beloved and loved and he was murdered by one <coughs> of his own. Yes. Um, 33-year-old, a father, black man That's that yeah. was... That came from a world, an underworld. He was a known crip in his neighborhood, rolling sixties. Um, he was one of the. He's one of the guys that I've seen do this independent hip hop thing masterfully. He owned all his masters. Yeah. Um, he took his music from. Just talking about where he where he came from, from the streets, his life in the streets, to critically acclaimed his last album mm-hmm. was nominated for a be, gra- was nominated for a Grammy. Which happened to be known as Victory Lap. That, and it was nominated for a Grammy, and yes. it was his first uh, was studio album. Stu- yes, mm-hmm. so called studio, studio album. Yes, yeah. uh, instead of a mixtape, because everything else he had been done um, had been mixtapes up to that point. Um, one of the uh, how I how I started listening to him when he put out the mixtape Crenshaw, which he was selling for a hundred dollars a pop in um, yeah. Hove bought ten co- ten copies. Was it a hundred copies? Yeah, I think it's a hundred. Yeah, because they were a hundred dollars. I think he bought ten. Oh, see, there's mis there's misinformation about he that. bought a whole bunch. Because I heard it was yeah. Thank you for he bought a whole bunch of. Because I heard it was know. here's the difference I heard it's for people to the, pay. The things attention. I've heard the differences I've heard is they were a hundred dollars a pop. Yeah. Hove brought them for a hundred apiece. Then I heard there was a thousand dollars a pop, and Hove bought a hundred of them. No, th- the, he, he, the he, thousand sounded a little off. I think that thousand was off. Thousand sounded a little off. Yeah. I mean, he, he, I they were hundred dollars a pop, and Hove either bought yeah. ten or hundred. Hove is a great. It was a hundred. It was a hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, a pop. At, but and at the time there was a bidding war for him. Yeah. So Jay Z and everybody was bidding to sign this kid. Mm-hmm. And, and and um. We also have in the building a special guest who actually made it on time for his appointment. 
Dr. Kevin James. We're going to actually get into why he's be here. on time, man. Uh, uh, you know how y'all do coming to the barbershop and have one minute now. But he's a professional. He's a so he knows he'll be on time, though. He's not one of them, them. You know, you know why he's a different the one. The barbershop bring out the them out in them. No, 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 no. <laughs> The barbershop bring it, it out. It may you out in conversation, but that's when you get on the show. Yeah. But when it comes to promptness, oh, they're going to be right. They're going to be on time. He's not going to be one of them, man. I'm going to be on time. professional, man. You're going to be on time. Hey man, for his apartment, huh? Exactly. <laughs> so, so, but the reason why, reason why I wanted him here in now is because Monday night was yeah. it Monday night? No, Tuesday night. Actually. Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Y'all did a candlelight visual. Hold on, we're gonna yes. get to that part because you didn't even tell them who he is. First of all, it, we gonna get to who exactly. he is. Exactly. That's part of what I'm saying. Exactly. Will saying go. <laughs> yeah, wow. On his campus. Yeah. On Mars Brown. Yes. He did a vigil, like. Candlelight vigil. Candlelight vigil. Yeah. Yes. For Nipsey Hustle mm-hmm. to put down the guns movement. And um it got it got it got it got nationally yeah. No. Mm-hmm. You, you got national. You got national televised. It went a little it went it went viral in some places, I yeah. you might say. Okay, like, so so what made you do that? Wow man. It actually wasn't my idea. Um you know, I have a very diverse advisory board. Mm-hmm. And so one of the members on my advisory board is Killer Mike. Killer Kill from Ellaville? Yes. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, I'm so glad I put him on my board, man. I mean, diversity is very important. and leader, intelligent, brother. Very Absolutely. Intelligent, very intelligent, bro. intelligent man. And, Don't let know. the name fool you. Yeah. Don't let the name fool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. research on that guy? Kill beats and kill no, so but people don't kill. understand what Killer Mike means. Oh, yeah, there no. are people out there who yeah. think Killer Mike is a thug no. because his name is Killer Mike. Yeah, no, they don't understand kill yeah. microphones is what it actually. You have means. to, you have exactly. to get, you have to. Uh, that's another one. That, like I say, you have to. That's why, um, like, and we talking about Nipsey, but, but after he, you have yeah. to get in to do your research. I had to get in and, and listen to him, and, and, and know you, that's the same way with Killer Mike. You have to get right. in and do your research on. But Killer the one thing with Nipsey though is like, yeah. People may know him as a crip, but I had, I gotta applaud the media because Mm -hmm. they took their time because of this tragedy to actually speak about him as a person and even talk about how when the crips got started, they got started as a community organization and they were they were talking like when you have white bread American media talking about how this man, yeah, that might have been his lifestyle, but he was making sure to give back. That's something. That right. needs to be kept talked about. Cause it's I didn't like, watch Fox News usually, to find out how they try to spin oh, it. Oh well, huh. that's the one thing I didn't see. I wanted to see how Fox News was going to yeah. try to spin it. But but back to your question though, uh-huh. um, it wasn't my idea. So he he gave me a call. He's on my advisory board. He uh-huh. gave me a call, and you know he said you know we had this tragedy. What do you think about us holding something on the campus of Morris Brown? And I said immediately, let's do it. And we planned it in 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. In 24 hours, we planned it, man. He called me on Monday. And uh, we had the event Tuesday night, and we had a few hundred folks out there, and about six or seven media uh, networks out there, and yeah. you know, different folks picked it up, and you know, it was just it, it was really a non-violence rally. Mm-hmm. We wanted to push out that Morris Brown College. We stand for non-violence. We're still open. We're still here. We still push for the community, mm-hmm. and everybody is welcome. Come, you know, we, we're gonna have a family time and, and talk about non-violence and just have a good time. And it turned out to be very, very good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, like I said, it brought it brought it brought a great light to Mo Brown. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you foresee yourselves doing more uh, events like that? Absolutely. Like, not matter- just in tragic times, not just in the tragedy, because 
we don't want to we need this as a community as a community as a group as a race we only we, we team we tend to only celebrate people once they're dead and once right. they're gone yeah. and then we acknowledge their greatness right and we don't as they always say we give them their roses when right. they can no longer smell the exactly, roses. Right. So do you see you foresee yourself doing more events like that at Morris Brown? Yes, absolutely. So right now, as Morris Brown College, we're we're restoring the school. We're 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 trying to hold up. No, you might as well keep going now. Wow, we just started it. Let's go. You might as well roll with it. You now. want me to roll with it? Gotta okay. roll with it now. Okay, okay. We there. We're restoring our school, and so my main focus is accreditation, fundraising, and to let people know that Morris Brown is still standing, mm -hmm. which involve which involves me going into the community to tell the story. That's yeah. why I'm here on your show, but also bringing folks in the community to us, to our campus. Man, we have one of the best looking campuses in, in the AUC. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Beautiful. I, every year they have the Atlanta Greek picnic there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we wanted to- Every year they had a what? The Atlanta Greek picnic. All the fraternities and sororities yeah, come to the campus. Where it started. Yeah. yeah. You have yeah. to keep Formerly known as? No, it is not no. that one. That's happening June 26th. No. <laughs> you know, it's it's Atlanta Greek. It was always Atlanta Greek. It was always Greek, not freak. That's where it started. Greek, not freak. All right. Exactly. <laughs> Greek, not freak. Oh, okay. I see the connection. Okay. 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 I was like, where is it going with that? Okay. Okay. I see the connection. What's, what's he? And, and I'm glad you said that because I think the last time, and well, the last time I've seen Mo Brown in a beautiful light, it was um, B. Anthony Brown was bringing drumline, 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 and the spotlight was on Mars Brown, and and and, and then after that. You start hearing other troubles, the, the the losing of accreditation, right. the money problems. Um, I guess my my first question would be, what happened? Yeah, you know, I, I've I've said a few times, you know, when it comes to black colleges, HBCUs, we do the best of educating our people. <laughs> all right, no other no other type of institution in the country educates black people like HBCUs. All right, that's my opinion. Yes. Now. Most times when we have accreditation problems, it has something to do with finances. Mm -hmm. Yes. So back in the early 2000s, we had some fiscal troubles uh, with financial aid and some other things in which, you know, we had some problems and we actually ended up losing our accreditation mm -hmm. uh, over it. And so um, that was 2002, 2003. And so we've been working uh, over the years to try to get it back. You know, here I am as a new president. We are about to start the process to get our accreditation back. I'm actually going to Virginia next week to go through the orientation to start the process. I've submitted an initial application. They accepted it. And uh, now we're going up there to go through the orientation. So when you, uh, when you say accreditation, is it because I know like all colleges have to go through one thing for um, America accreditation. Mm -hmm. Is there a separate one for HBCUs or if it's no. a school that's specific? So that or um, the organization that accreditates all U.S. Right, no. Well, okay. so, so you have the overall governing body, which is the United States Department of Education. Mm -hmm. Under the United States Department of Education, you have different types of accrediting bodies that accredits colleges and universities. Under the umbrella of either a regional accrediting body or a national accrediting body. Okay. All right. Traditionally, Morris Brown College was accredited by an organization called SACS, uh -huh. okay? Yeah. We have decided, and when I came in, I mean, we made a decision to, to change the accrediting agency from SACS to another one called TRACS, 
And that stands for the Transnational Association of Christian Colleges and Schools. So it'll be full national. It is a national accrediting body. Yes. That makes that makes sense. Yeah. And so our affiliation with the AME Church and our spiritual roots, mm-hmm. you know, kind of made us a candidate to be able to to go with Christian faith-based education yeah. organizations. And so I submitted the initial application. They accepted it. I'll be going up there next week to go through the orientation to actually start the process. And uh, hopefully we, not hopefully, we will earn our accreditation. Um, it starts with us becoming a candidate for accreditation. Mm-hmm. Once we become a candidate, we will then be eligible to get federal financial aid, which is the reason why when you lose your accreditation, so many students leave. Yeah, yeah. because that's they what I'm, because they, they, they can't pay cash sales. money. Yeah. Yes. For college, you know. And so that that's the, the issue when schools lose their accreditation, they lose the financial aid, mm-hmm. you're in big trouble. So, uh, okay, um, let me know if this is a myth or not. Um, with losing your accreditation, I've been heard that without accreditation means your diploma means nothing. That's not, necess- that's not true. That's not true. And the reason why I can say that very boldly is because we haven't been accredited, but we have students... That continue that continue their education and go on to accredited grad schools. Mm-hmm. I have a list on my desk right now of the graduate schools that have accepted Morris Brown uh, degree pro, degree, yeah. and they're now in graduate school earning their master's degrees. Right. I also have many many stories of where our students go on and earn um, a great living with great employment opportunities. And right? these are students since you uh, since we've lost our accreditation. Okay. All right. Yes. You know, and so uh, we have a lot of success stories. Okay. And that's why individuals still come to Morris Brown. Right now, we have 42 students. Okay. okay. All right. So, the school started in 1880, 1881, correct? 1881. Okay. So, my so it's a historical school. Historical school. And as a matter of fact, not only is the school historical, mm-hmm. we're the only school in Georgia founded by black people. And that's, mm-hmm. and that's where I'm going with this. Yeah. Because my question is, do you guys reach out to the community? Have you guys reached out to the community about at least uh, helping you guys financially? Because I know a lot of the I know a lot of the stress that you guys are feeling yes. is financial. Absolutely, it's it's mostly financial. And you're in downtown Atlanta. Yes, yes. and you're walking distance from the Mercedes Benz. Exactly, <laughs> where all the money was spent during the Super Bowl. Yeah. And all other events. Yeah. And the thing that I always ask our our community mm-hmm. is that we believe in something that actually benefits our community. Right. So instead of just saying that, hey, I spend my money on that. I love going to those concerts right. to support those rappers and those artists who most of the time, many of times, don't give back to this community of Atlanta. Are they giving back to you all? Or how can or are you doing any fundraising yeah. in order to get that money to come into you all from the individuals of the community? Sure. Well, I'm the new president. I'm the new interim president. How long have you been here? Uh, we, didn't, we didn't do your bio. Today, at the end of the day, is five weeks. So, yeah, going into my oh. sixth week this Monday. So, yeah, you're brand, 30, brand new. 30 days. <laughs> brand new. Brand new. But here's the thing. You know, since I started, I've been able to, well, Collectively, um, we've been able to raise about $260,000 in 30 days, which is pretty good. You know, Um, our Founders Day helped us out a lot because a lot of individuals came back for our Founders Day and Mm -hmm. poured back into the school. You know, 
the reason why I have an open door policy where t having conversations with individuals while I'm on all of these shows is because I'm going out of the community to tell the story of Morris Brown College. Yeah. What, where we are right now is we want to regain the trust That's what, exactly. of the community. You need that. People are not going to pour into something they don't trust mm -hmm. or they don't know what's going on. What's the plan? What are you going to do with the money? What's yeah. next? So on and so forth. And so I have committed to being a transparent leader in the sense of I'm going to let you know how much money we've raised. I'm going to let you know where it's going. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what's going on with our academic programs. Let me tell you what's going on with our accreditation process. Let me tell you what's going on with our fundraising initiatives, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why I'm going out in the community, building relationships, building these bridges to tell the story of Morris Brown College. Yeah. Because people don't, people don't, like I said, pour into things that they don't trust. You're in, that trust is a big word. It's a, it's a, it's it's a common a, it's denominator. A, it's a, it is. It really because is. Because the thing is, if I don't, if they don't trust you, they're not going to give you the money. Absolutely. And I, I feel the same thing is they're not going to attend the university right. if they don't trust their credit, their, their degree as Rick is alluding to, right. is going to mean something. So right. that's a big part of the trust as and well. And that goes back to telling the story. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, I, I was, I've been in higher education for 20 years. Mm -hmm. My doctorate degree is in higher ed. When I got here and they gave me the list of all the graduate schools that accept Morris Brown's degree program, I was I was really shocked. Yeah. And, I'm a higher, and I'm in this field. You know what I'm saying? I'm learning myself. You know, and so what I want to do is build those relationships with all of these schools to tell the story of tell me about the success of my students from Morris Brown College during these years from 02 to now. And that's what you need. And that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that way we can tell future students what's going on with our programs. Now, that does not diminish the fact that I am extremely um, interested and we're going to push forward with our accreditation. I'm not diluting the fact that you, you know, I'm not saying yeah. you don't You're need not saying I don't need accreditation. Yeah. I can do yeah. this yeah. without. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying that. Yeah. We are 100% moving forward with becoming accredited. Mm -hmm. We want that accreditation and we need it, you know, um, to be able to grow our, our student enrollment, students to be able to pay for school, et cetera, yeah. and kind of go to go from there. Yeah, because that's the thing, because like even to be honest with you, in 1994, when I graduated from high school, mm -hmm. Marsh Brown was one of the schools I looked at. But here's the thing that I had. I had that stigmatism. Uh, stigmatism might not be the right word. But I had that idea in my mind mm -hmm. that I'm, I, what, if I go to HBCU, mm -hmm. then my degree would not be looked at as equally sure. as it would as if I went to UGA or even Georgia Southern, where I decided to go. Yeah. Even though I think I should have more, I should have more so have gone yeah. to Morris Brown. Yeah. Because I probably would have actually finished school. Yeah. I still looked at it as that that negative idea that we have, and it's bad that we have this of our own selves. Yeah. And of our own uh, educational institutions, that I think, and it's more so of a statement than a question, I guess. Yeah. Is that some of us probably look at our high schools in our communities that are and they don't get the same educational benefits mm -hmm. far as computers, far as tools, Books. far as instruments, correct, yeah, far as instructors, mm -hmm. teachers, as those others from those other sectors of society. Yeah. So we start to look at that negative out, have that negative outlook. Mm -hmm in our own HBCUs. 
Mm-hmm. How can you we dispel that myth? Well, first of all, it goes back to educating and telling the story, in my viewpoint. See, a lot of people may not know that HBCUs, we're the number one producers of black PhDs. Mm-hmm. We're the number one producer producers of pharmacists, teachers, doctors, lawyers, I mean, bankers, entrepreneurs. We have to tell the story and, and educate the yeah. community that HBCUs are primarily responsible for that. And the impact that HBCUs have had on the middle class is astronomical. Mm-hmm. We have to tell that story. See, we, we compare, let's say, a Morris Brown to a UGA because they have a larger endowment. They have more yeah. resources, all those things. But that doesn't have anything to do with the classroom instruction. Yeah. The, the instruction at, well, I may not be saying that totally correctly. It depends on the resources you have. You may have more professors or, you know, more PhDs or whatever like that, maybe at a UGA. But at the end of the day, the instruction at HBCUs, what better than to be educated by someone who looks like you, who can talk your language, who can tell that story, you know. And so we do a great job overall of educating our communities mm-hmm. at HBCUs. And so, you know, when you, it's a different conversation when you get into endowments. Of course, Morris Brown doesn't have a billion-dollar endowment like a UGA or yeah. how much ever their endowment is, yeah. right? You know, but at the same time, we're still educating uh, on the same level as a UGA or any other PWI. Okay. So. Okay, okay, okay. Well, we don't, I know we're a little early, but we're going to go ahead, take our station ID, take our break, and then when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation and, and really we're going to find out who you are. Cool. Cause don't nobody know who you are. <laughs> don't nobody know. Him. I ain't nobody. This is what we do. <laughs> you just came he just sat down for a haircut. We didn't even say who his name. He said his name, his background. He just came for a haircut. Hey, that's good. Hey, but he was on time for his apartment. Hey, he was just on time, and we hey, we kept him so excited. You kept him right. Yeah, come on, have a seat. We were so excited he was on time. So we gonna come back. We gonna find out who. Wait a minute. Who the hell is this? Why is he wearing shades? He got the shades and the lights on. Why is old school wearing shades back there with the dim light? Man, who is you? He got the dim light on and he has some shit. Oh, so what the hell? So sometimes you just gotta set your mood. You know what I'm saying? Hey, looking like a high yellow Samuel Jackson. Listen, listen. Sometimes you gotta make your workplace. Uh huh. A comfortable place. Oh, okay. no no. You high? I would. I would have some candles in here burning. Oh, yeah. you know? <laughs> this goes on in the exactly. Show. Exactly. Like a high school. <laughs> Looking like a light skinned Samuel Jackson from um, Do the Right Thing. Hold up! Hold up! Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? But nah, Listen, man. You know. Be nice. Hey. Like no, we in the barbershop. We in the barbershop, I mean, I it looked like he, he done been by a barbershop a time or two. He know what's going down. We're going to get it right up in the barbershop. Got to. Hey, y'all, Um, please, we're going to come right black. We're going to take a break. And um, all music tonight will be um, Nipsey. R.I.P., brother. R.I.P. Like I say, R.I.P. We got to talk some more about Nipsey. Yeah, we yeah, definitely going to talk about it because he left. I mean, he We got to keep the marathon going. Got, got to. Yeah. Because he was doing, is the, well, was doing beautiful things, and one of the things we got to talk about is the documentary that he was getting ready to put out. Me personally, I think he had the potential look. I feel like it. We'll it was get to this. what you got to say after the break. Rude. 
You know I know, what? but look, look. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's, 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 we said we're going to come back we, at We got three minutes. You know that, right? I, I'm I'm back here on the Let's get Ray Charles. I'm going to holler at you on this break. Let's go on the break. Let's get Ray Charles. Let's get Ray Charles. Huh? No, no, you don't need to do that. I'm security. I'm going to handle Let's get people on the Hey, if y'all want to join us in the barbershop, please holler at the 404-404. You are outnumbered tonight, sir. 603. Outnumbered. I don't fit in, so I'm going to have to go with you. I'm going to have to go with you, brother. I'm going to have to go with you. I'm going to have to go with you. I'm going to have to If y'all want to holler at us in the barbershop, please holler at you, folks. Please holler at Dr. Kevin James at 404-603-8770. And if you in your mammy basement, 888 you can always <laughs> find us on Facebook Live. Please look at that. Holler at your folk. Take, take, take a look at it. We're a handsome brother. Ladies, if you want to, you know, come look at it. Hey, hey, huh? Hey, I'm in the barbershop, Anna. Yeah, you're in the barbershop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is my first interview at nighttime where I can take it. Yeah, take it off. Take it off. You don't want to get no hell in there. With the suspenders. All right, man. Hey, we will be right black. All right, y'all win. All right. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Time is on, 100 pro flow, running shoot pro, 458 drop, playing bulletproof soul. Every few shows, I just buy some new gold. Circle got smaller, everybody can't go. Downtown Diamond District, jewelers like yo. Hustle, holla at me, I got Cubans on the low. Through the Cancun, smoking Cubans on the boat. Then dock that Tulum just to smoke. Look, listening to music at the Maya Ruins. True devotion on the bluest ocean, cruise. My cultural influence even revolution I'm integrated vertically, y'all taking blow it They tell me hustle, dumb it down, you might confuse them It's like that weirdo rap you know the fuck it's used to I'm a urban legend, South Central in a certain section Can't express how I curb the tactics, guesses Evidence of a divine presence, blessings Held me down at times I seem reckless, effort you Got an L but got an E for effort, stretched it Dropped them off in the Mojave Desert, then left it. Ain't no answer to these trick questions. Money making nip, straighten out my jewelry on my chip dresser. Well known, flick up in jail pose. Snatch a champagne bottle from Rico's till T show. Whatever, playing chess, not checkers. Nigga 38 special for you, clapping. See, bro, you ain't living down by the street code. Been through all these motions up and down like a seesaw. I can never view you as my equal. Oh, I wanna hear your CD phone.
time around, I'ma make it clear Spoke some things into the universe and they appear I say it's work that I won't say it's fair Try your purpose or you wasting air Think open though, y'all just sitting here Eyes open, I can see it clear They don't make them bar none, they don't make them real They don't make it where I'm from, they don't take it here They ain't seeing due time, I be making meals Bossed up in this game, I've been making deals Get your lawyer on the phone, we can make it real I got checks and balance, I flex dramatic Another 50 on my neck, just my reckless habit Ain't no be silly on my rap, disrespect the savage I make one phone call and the rest get handled It's just another front step with candles No message from the set, we accept your challenge Welcome black, welcome black, welcome black to Bubba Shop Talking Random Bitch with your boy Rick Kane. We got my man Will Sane in the building. Yes, sir. We got the lovely Miss Starlight in the building. Yes, sir. We have the honorable Dr. Kevin James in the building. In the building. Yes. Hey, now who are you? Oh, man. Well, my name is Dr. Kevin James. I'm originally from Columbia, South Carolina. Okay, cool. I've uh, been in Atlanta going Game on. Cop. Well, yeah, my my mother went to USC. My sister went to USC. Sorry. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I, 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 at, at the heart, I'm a South Carolina State Bulldog. Okay, Bulldog. Okay. Okay. And Winthrop University okay. Eagle. Okay. No, the so, HBCU, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out to Marching One on One, marching band. So, okay. yeah. All yeah, right, yeah, all right, yeah. all right. Time, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I've been in Atlanta for about five years. You know, my background is higher education um, and also le- uh, nonprofit leadership. Uh, formerly, I was the interim CEO of the 100 Black Men of uh, America. Mm-hmm. Also, the interim CEO of the 100 Black Men of Atlanta. Okay. I was a college dean for about 10 years and, you know, just been working in higher ed and teaching and faculty member and professor. And, you know, higher ed is, is my love. So what the hell made you want to take on this challenge? Yeah, so how do you bring it more brown back? Yeah, yeah how man. do you get to it? To, how do you get into the to the position? Right. Yeah. They get offered to you. I was watching the news and I saw that um, our, our pre- previous president had resigned, and it took me about five seconds. I picked up the phone and I called, and I asked how could I apply, and uh, the rest is history. Three interviews later, here I am. So what yeah, make you the man? Seriously. What makes me the man? Yeah. <laughs> What make you the man? That's, hey, that's, that's a, a cool interview. I, mean, because, I like this because, interview. Because, that's because a big challenge. That's, I mean, that, that's a hell yeah. of a challenge. It's a, it's a really big challenge. I think God sent me. I, I really believe that, um, that God sent me for this position. You know, I call it the beautiful disaster, the triple threat. For us to be able to bring this school back from uh, bankruptcy, $30 million bankruptcy, we lost our accreditation 17 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Not to mention we had to sell a lot of our land, our assets, you know, financial troubles, all of these different things. It's going to take a strong person to go in and do that. And I th- feel like all of my experience coming together, I'm ready for it. And so uh, I- I'm having a great time doing it, man. I'm having a great time. I'm going to have to rally the troops, get folks to help us to raise the dollars that we need, mm-hmm. get our accreditation back, and Morris Brown is uh, restored, man. Okay, now I've seen you um, out here doing different things, different venues, different different, different interviews, different shows. Um, your, suit, your suit game tight. Oh man, appreciate you. I see your suit game out here pretty. I ain't seen the same suit nowhere. That means you're doing some things out here. What are you, what are you talking about, man? You're doing big things out here. You're You came in here. Your fro shine was shining. That's a thing of power when a man 
especially a black man who wants to be a leader, yeah. does not wear the same suit all the time. That is amazing. I thing. wear the same suit sometimes. What y'all talk about? Uh, just not what I'm on TV. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I'm on TV. As long, hey, as, not, long as it's not every day, all day, all day, be like, really? You ain't got no, no other suit? I, I was thinking about doing a Cornell West where he wears the same black suit every uh, day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> the same black outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's got like, his whole closet is just that suit yeah. in like, Tino. But he wears a uniform. I, oh, yeah. I, I always oh, yeah. thought that was cool. I was thinking about doing that one time. Uh-huh. Like, wear a, just wear a black suit every day. Every day? Yeah. Get a little hot and around I, I know, man. <laughs> so you've been on the job for five weeks now. Yeah. What has been, like, the most eye-opening experience? It's like, now you're opening up the books. Now you're seeing behind the doors. I'm not asking you for the dirty laundry. Yeah. But what has been some of the most eye-opening things that you have seen or challenges that you see you Ahead. The most eye-opening thing, this is a positive, is how much the alumni love the school. Yeah. Some more is an alumni. Find out some yeah. more. Hey, yeah. Help me get in contact yeah. with her, please. Yes, give us this. Let's uh, give a few of your, your Help alumni. me get in contact with her. Now I got a some more if you're watching. Now I got a question. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me answer this one. Okay. I want to know some of the most eye-opening parts. Well, the first one is the alumni. They're phenomenal. I really, really... Uh, have never seen alumni like this before. Mm-hmm. How much they love the school, and so I need all of their help. I, uh, they're they're just great, you know. So rallying the troop, building that trust again. It's been 17 years, yeah. you know. Takes time. I get it, you know. But the alums, they love the school. That's been very eye opening to me. From a, you know, not so great perspective, it would be our fiscal challenges. Mm-hmm. Now I say challenges because we can overcome them. Yeah. Right. And so when I went in, I was like. Whoa, okay. I didn't know so this. So the numbers. I, I, knew, I knew this, but I didn't know it was like this. Yeah. And, and so, but, but the great thing about it is it's a challenge and we're going to overcome it. We're starting the process with fundraising. Mm-hmm. We've had a great uh, uh, reception from the alums. They're, they're pouring in. They're helping. They want to come back, you know, and, and rebuild the school, restore the school. And so I'm, I'm ready for the challenge, man. I mean, I'm just, I'm having a good time. You sound like you are, especially if you actually applied for this job after watching you know, the TV I, interview. You know, people are so surprised I applied. I yes, am, I, I am, I am. That's, that's shocking to me because I'm thinking you more so. The that they came and looked for yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm thinking more so of the way that they yeah. would contact you and say, hey, how would you like this position? But it's more so I'm like, hey, I see something. God has spoken help. to me and said, hey. Yeah. Do this. Yes. You're, You're the man for it. You went on Indeed. It was a per- it was per- it was <laughs> it was perfect timing. And um I've wanted to be a college president for twenty years. Yeah. Since two thousand well, two thousand one really. And this was just the the it, the timing was perfect, man. Yeah. It was it was perfect and I'm here. And uh, I'm having a great time. And, and the most important thing is we're actually going to do it. I, I believe yeah, you're going to do it. We're Somebody gonna do just it. walked in the barbershop. What you need, what you want. Yo, Rick, Will, Starlight. What's good? Hey I thought about you as soon as I saw on the news that that, that that league folded. I was like, man, she hit that on the money. <laughs> but, yeah, I call them sometimes, unfortunately. Yeah, you got that one right. I hope they come back. But. In addition to that, I would like for y'all to finally address my email that I sent to y'all, but let me get to the questions about Dr. Kevin James. Hey, how you doing, sir? Hey, man. My name is Eric. I respect your pursuit. I know something about how the school was founded, and I know the conditions of that Richard Allen, and I'm going to call him his teammates, when they put put together the AME Church and the adversity they had to go through. So I respect Morris Brown's right to survive, all right? Thank you. With that said, I have some questions. I actually have seven. Can you seven? You need to find the most important two. 
slash three. Can you, educate, can you educate me on what the current debt is of Morris Brown? Sure. Well, we do have we work uh, very closely with the AME Church. Um, and the AME Church has helped us out uh, a great deal. And so we do have a, a $3.5 million debt with the AME Church. And But the greatest thing about that is we were founded by the AME Church. That is our mother church. We work very mm-hmm. closely with them. And so we're working uh, through that. So currently your, your collective debt is 3.5? Yes. What's the operating budget of the school? I don't want to talk too much about that over the over the air. Okay, um, let's skip that. Let's skip it all together then. Damn, um, Eric, you doing an interview? <laughs> you doing an interview? Go ahead. I am. I am because because he's, like you need he's to on here. He's on here talking about a pursuit that's important, not just to Morris Brown, but to the historical value of the black race in this. That's country. true. That's true. I'll give you that. So I, I ain't just running my mouth when I tell you I, I respect your pursuit, man. Well, I appreciate. So it. I just we need I just support. like to know some more. And sure. how often do you get to talk to a college president about the, the internal affairs of a college? Sure. So how many may how many um how many BSs and BA degrees can you um how many majors do you have at Morris Brown that you could get a BS or a BA at this time? Sure. Right now we have three programs. We have a bachelor's degree in business. Well, it's really called organizational management and leadership, um, music and psychology. Okay, that's reasonable. You have 42 students, so that's reasonable. Yeah, but but here's the thing, though. We're about to start our accreditation process, and we're going to go through those programs to make sure that they're the right programs for us right now. And so we're going to dissect them to make sure um, that, that they fit us for right now. So just, just as an example, the music program, I'm already kind of brainstorming in my mind um, – what are we going to do with the music program? Are we going to keep it music? Are we going to add maybe some film? Are we going to add maybe, you know, production? With, with the Atlanta booming industry, the way it is, you got to exactly. start hitting that film exactly. industry. And that's, that's why we we're going to sit down. Definitely keep a business side of it. Right. We're going we're gonna to sit down. Entertainment business, yes. we're thinking about that. You know, we're going to sit down and go through it with my mm. academic committee, and, and we're going to dissect it and make sure that we got the best programs and that our programs are competitive. Yeah. And let's do it the exactly. first right the right way the first time as we're going through the accreditation. Yeah. So then when we're accredited, boom, the work is done. Yeah. Last question there. There's an advantage. There's an advantage to having a um, school that already has a name a name that people recognize. Yep. Even though they're they're re regrowing themselves with just a small population of forty two and three majors, that means that you can get rid of you. Not only have you um had to re redo yourself. I'm not gonna say reestablish, but redo yourself. You've had to also um get rid of things that you you really, if you were operating in the black, you still didn't need. So you know right. you got rid of the, you got rid of the things that you didn't need. So and then if you want to replace them, you could set them in a in a better direction. So right, right, with right. that question asked, what, what, how many buildings were you able to hold on to? Yeah, right now we have three buildings. And of the three buildings that we have, only one of them is operational, which is our administrative building. You know, we have our historic fountain hall, which is a historic landmark in the state of Georgia. And not to mention uh, our other one is Griffin Hightower. And neither one of those are operational at this time. And we want to definitely try to raise the dollars to restore those buildings. Um, not to mention our current building that we're in, our administration building. I mean, it's operational, but it, it does need some work as well. Do you have a general idea that you could speak on, on the, over the radio, as to what the cost would be to renovate the buildings that aren't operational? It's going to be some. It's going to be millions of dollars. Um, you know, right now we're in the process of writing a grant 
for Fountain Hall to restore Fountain Hall. And so we're in the process of doing that right now. And that is just to keep the building from further deterioration, you know, not to actually rebuild the building, but just to keep it from uh, continuing to deteriorate. So um, it's going to cost a few million, millions of dollars, man, to to get it back to where we need it, uh, need to get it done. That's understandably so. And do do you have a five-year plan of how many um, how many professors you would like to have in in comparison to what you have now? Yeah, well, uh, we're looking right now to see exactly how many programs we're going to have immediately, and so we're going to access. I'm actually start that next week. Access what we need right now with these three programs that we're going to have after we finalize what they're exactly going to be. And so um, over the next five, over the next few years, we'll see what our need is. And all of this is going to change once we get our accreditation back. Because once we get our accreditation back, that 42 students is going to, yeah, is gonna, gonna the, yeah. the floodgates are going to open yeah. up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of well, you know what, Eric? Just two more. Two, nope, just two. nope. We got to move on, <laughs> sir. We got, more cli- we got more clients coming in. We got to move you out of them seats. So, you know, go ahead. Love you. Hey, Eric. Call, uh, pay our see cashier. cashier. See we'll you next week. We'll holler at Thank you, man. With that being said, what fundraisers are, what are you doing? What is your, I guess, what is one of your immediate goals for fundraising to start bringing in this money so that you can get some of the things you need now? Sure. Well, my immediate goal is to raise $5 million. That's immediate. Uh Okay. When I say immediate, I mean three to six months, mm-hmm. okay? That is my goal. We're reaching out to, to alumni, corporations, um, faith organizations, individual donors, the city of Atlanta, rappers, music, artists, They're anyone. All They're all here. Anyone who's interested in helping to save the first HBCU founded by black folks in the state of Georgia, okay? Mm-hmm. So we have a plan. We're going to be working on that already. Um, for example, next week we're going to, be reaching out to the alums um, to see if we can get some more individual donations mm-hmm. um, to you know and we with that five million dollars I break it down into what I call uh, edible bites you can't eat a whole onion no, you at know, one you time you can't look at a yeah. whole five million yeah. you, at yeah. one, you know well yeah. maybe you can if we if you had the right person if you get the right donor if you had the right person that that'd be great y'all yeah. save me a whole six, yeah. three six months yeah. of trying to raise dollars Bill Clinton told us <laughs> that it's more black millionaires in Atlanta. It's true, man. For capital, yeah. bro. So, capital. Yeah. It, it, it ain't like it can't happen. Oh, it can happen, man. Okay. It can definitely happen. And not to mention, you know, we're doing a social media campaign. Here's my thing with some of the artists. They don't even have to write me to check for a million dollars. If I get a major artist to go on their social media yeah. with their with their 20 million followers. It's influencers mm-hmm. now, man. You know it's what I'm saying? It's exactly. all about influencers. You see what's going on with Nip right now, right? Yes, Everybody, yeah. I mean, it's viral, you know. Yeah. Hey, you know, we're trying to say this college, you know, send $10. We could raise the dollars that we need. You know what I'm saying? This happened two months ago with a school called Bennett College in North Mm -hmm. Carolina, all-female school. Mm -hmm. They did a social media campaign. They raised $9 million in 30 days. Yeah. In 30 days, $9 million. Taking small bites from people. Yeah. There you go. The you money that, that they're, not, that they're and, not going to actually miss. And it's, that's, that's it's the so way doable. you get, unfortunately, 
that's gonna be the best way to get our people. Right. Because you ask them for a lot, they're gonna be like, hold on, wait. Right. Yeah. That's you know, when the like, trust comes here in. Here and here and here and here. Then they don't yeah. realize they they've spent that much into what, a worthy cause. When President Obama was running for election for president, mm-hmm. he didn't ask for five hundred dollar donations, a thousand dollars. Give me five. 10, give me ten. 20. Give me fifteen. Give me twenty. And he that's how you raise all the money. Yeah. And that's how we do. We just got to get folks to buy into why it's important. Yeah. Exactly. That's the reason why I come to these shows. Yeah, that's why you got to tell your story. And tell the story. Because what I want to do is why is it important? What has Morris Brown done for yeah. Atlanta? Exactly. What has Morris yeah. Brown done for the economy? Because what has Morris Brown done for the middle class and black community? Because let's be honest. When people see, and this is being honest. Yeah. When people see that a school went from 2,500 students to 40 students. Yep. They get Overnight. very they, exactly. They get very skeptical yep. of the not even knowing because some of us don't even do the research to find out that there has been a regime change right. and now right. another regime change exactly. since that all happened. Yep. Because yep. they don't know that there was a guy before you yep. who was there for like twelve years, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. not a preacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, prior to you becoming there, who you are now. Right. What they all they do, all a lot of us do, is we look at the negative that was there before you right. and think that it's still going to happen and now. They, and they miss the fact that yeah, that big of a number dropped off, but it was always a steady group of students yeah, that we at never the closed. School. Yeah. Right. And it was like for for this school to have never closed in almost twenty years. That says a lot. And God is involved. Yeah. When you lose accreditation and lose federal money, you're supposed schools. to be done. That's it, man. And so the fact that that still was, y'all were still able to keep it open. And the fact that, um, like, I have a connection to the AME church when I go visit my aunt down in Columbus. Mm-hmm. She go, like um, she was raised AME. My great-grandmother was AME. So mm-hmm. I understand, you know, Richard Allen and his fight for everything. And it's like the fact that that whole process yeah. was able to keep going. And it's, it is faith-based, but it's right. not, okay, we're going to beat you over the head with it. It's like, no, this started it, but we also do feed into the secular world as sure. well. Like, we're building the whole person. Right. And, right, like, right. that whole aspect, I've always loved that about Morrisboro. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about the alumni. Yeah. All the alumni love the school that you've talked to. What about, what 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 have been some of the not-so-positive Things that you have gotten from some of the alumni. Um, well, you can't please everybody, exactly. but overwhelmingly, the alumni have been positive. I mean, you may have things here and there, but I, I haven't heard a lot of negativity. You know, and I, let me knock on wood, right? Yeah. Um, but right now, I'm just being very transparent. Um, I'm, I'm coming out of the gate saying, "This is the plan. This is what we're gonna do." Here is where we're going. We're working on our accreditation. We're working on fundraising, and so for the most part. Folks have been positive. Again, you may hear some, you see some smoke here and there, but overwhelmingly, they've been very, very positive. Now, we know that you can't do this by yourself. That's why you have your board. Yes. But what is your selection process for bringing in some of these people, some, 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 some getting some volunteers to come in to help out? Yeah. What is your, what, what is your selection process for bringing these people in? Yeah. When I, when I selected my advisory board, and this is something I talked to my board of trustees in the interview. I said, listen, if you guys hire me, I am going to need to bring in a team of experts who can help me with everything in this application for accreditation. I need an academic affairs expert. I need a finance expert. I need a fundraising expert. I need a marketing expert. I need a facilities expert. I need a security expert. 
on and on and on. And so they hired me. Of course, they obviously agreed with it. We got a board of uh, advisory board. And the individuals that I selected are senior leaders in their respective fields who I call when I need advice. I talked to one of my board members today, Jamal Bryant. I said, what do you think about this? And he said, no, you shouldn't do that. You should do this, this, and this. And guess what? I listened to him, and mm-hmm. there we go. You know, I, I don't know everything. I don't know everything. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm one of the younger presidents in the country. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was about to ask you. Age. I'm learning. Get, you know what I'm saying? Get you know, and I'm, I'm very humble in the sense of I want to learn. I, I need a mentor. I have an, another college president who is my mentor who I can pick up the phone and say, listen, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? So I'm looking for folks who have a, a hunger and a desire to help save Morris Brown and then people who have expertise and connections and influence who can help us to get it done. When do you feel, when you taking on this challenge, and I keep going with challenge and everything because it's, it's very big, what do you expect? What are you looking for from the community of Atlanta? Oh, man, just to help us tell a story. Okay. Help support Morris Brown, understand why we, can't, we cannot lose another black college, Mm-mm. and do whatever you can to help. That doesn't mean— That it doesn't, is very big what you just said. It okay. doesn't mean that you have to give us $100. Yes. You can just tell somebody. You can we tell, can't lose this school. Exactly. No, you can, can tell a friend. You can say, listen— they have a new administration over there. They're trying to save the school. Maybe you can help out with something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of other ways that you can help. First of all, by being positive and talking about exactly. it. Exactly. Talk about the positive. Tell the story. I agree. Yeah. Stay with the stay, stay, stay with, away from the negative. Exactly. Because we the, the, the sensationalism of America wants to stay with the negative. They want the drama, man. Exactly. Somebody just walked in the barbershop. What you need, what you want. Hey man, it's Eric. I got about twenty more questions, but I just need to get <laughs> Is that the same Eric? No, 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 no. No. <laughs> what's good? What's going on? <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. This Don, man. How y'all doing? Hey, what's going, hey, what's going what's on? What's up, Don? Don from DNA Sports. What's good with you, man? <laughs> hey, appreciate that. Uh, everything new president is trying to do, and appreciate I say you, go ahead and go. Go ahead and start the GoFundMe. I got 20 on it right now. Hey, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, stop right now. <laughs> Go to our website, morrisbrown.edu. Because GoFundMe got, gets a cut of it. We have all of the, the given apps there. Uh-huh. And anyone listening, uh, most folks like Cash App. Yeah. Dollar sign, restore Morris Brown. Hey, and um, we're going to say it one more time. Dollar sign, That's restore Morris Brown. Okay. That's Cash App. And if you, if you like PayPal and the other ones, it's on our website, morrisbrown.edu. There it is. Thank you. Appreciate your support, man. I appreciate that. Hey, always. I one quick question though. I know a lot has been made about I don't know how true it is, you can dispel it or speak on it, about Tom Joyner at one point wanting to help out, bring it back, but wanting uh sixty percent of the say so on the board. Is that true? Have you reached out to him? Uh I have reached out to Tom Joyner. Matter of fact, Tom Joyner was our commencement speaker last year, mm-hmm. and this was before my time. I actually even heard a rumor um, that he wanted to buy the school at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will be reaching out to Tom Joyner. Actually, I didn't reach out to him. I reached out to his son. His son uh, runs his foundation, okay. so we will right. be we're, uh, working with them. And actually, we're trying to reach out to everybody who has influence with uh, interest in black colleges. You know, I want to talk to everybody. Ricky Smiley, Sway in the yeah. morning. Exactly. I mean, Oprah. Oh, man, look. Get me in front of Oprah, man. <laughs> I'm work that. Hey, me too. Uh, everybody, uh, man. Too, I want to talk man. to everybody. Hey, Don, tell them where they can find you at, my man. Hey, Monday night, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where you're listening right now to random-ish. 
because that's what they talk. Uh, 1100 a.m. Again, Monday night, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Same dial. Thank you, my man. See my cashier. Got you. Appreciate you. Thank you. That, that brings up a question. If someone is to own 60% of a university, what does that entail? What power does that give that person? Well, our, our, our school is structured differently. First okay. of all, we're a private institution. Okay. Okay. And, we're, and we are with a, I mean, I'm going to say this very humbly, with a, with a church or a faith Faith-based organization. Faith based organization. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a little different. So, okay. um, you know, it it was rumors that it was other folks trying to buy the school. Yeah. And, and we see. I'm we always scared. I'm always scared of. I'm always. I'm that cynical person who's very leery of anybody trying to buy a school, buy a church, right. buy some type of organization right. that has that involves mind control. And education. Right. Because now I'm starting to, I will start to wonder, are you trying to shape the education of the person? Mm -hmm. Or are you actually just trying to influence the, uh, or to gain a dollar from the institution? Or are you trying to actually structure it? Because you feel that you know a better way of going than the people who are currently in charge. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know Tom Joyner personally, but I... And, do, and that's not to put anything against Tom Joyner. Right, right. I don't I'm know him personally, personal but I people. do know that he loves HBCUs, yeah, he and does. he's raised so much money, man. Yeah. Exactly. I think I think it was $65 million the last count that he had raised for black colleges all over the country. Yeah, he mm-hmm. does something every mm-hmm. year. He, he does something. He's, he's always he's phenomenal. doing something for him. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Um. But it was just like before we take a break, I just had an idea, and it was even before we knew that we were going to get this opportunity to speak to you. I have always, like being a Georgia State alum, I knew back when we were talking about getting a football team, we did reach out to Morris Brown and the old regime and was just asking to rent because um, our school was one of the schools that would allow people from Morris Brown and their degrees to come to our school, and yeah. we accepted everything. So we were just willing to put money in as a, organi- as a school organization in- back into them yeah. to rent their facility. Mm-hmm. But, you know, of course, we didn't get that offer. But um, everybody was always talking about from neighborhood how much graffiti had been on the walls of the yeah. stadium. And I always thought it was like, with all the artists we have in this city, why not reach out to them and have them come and get like a space where they could paint a mural on it and then just bring art back into the city mm. in that in that way. Would that be something you'd be interested in? Well, so that's interesting because we no longer own the stadium. Okay. And so uh, a few years ago, like I said, we had to sell a lot of our assets. Mm-hmm. And so the state, people call me two or three days a week about wanting to get the stadium. Mm-hmm. I just had a rugby team call me, a semi-professional team call me, and we don't, we no longer have the stadium oh, right okay. now. So the city, uh, the city of Atlanta, city of Atlanta, city of Atlanta, invest Atlanta, city of Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Do y'all still receive any royal? Do y'all receive any royalties from mm-hmm. Drumline? No, no, we don't receive any None? more of that. No. Okay. Just had to figure that. I just we were just one band in the movie, man. That's what, yeah. that's all. We were just one of the bands man. in the movie. But y'all, cheat, y'all cheated. Y'all, y'all trying to get Nick Cannon to tell what was going on at, wild, at, at, at Atlanta A T. So y'all know. Hey, and just for the record, man, Morris Brown's drumline won that battle. In the <laughs> just 
for the record. I mean, I'm just for the record. Just seriously now. I, mean, I play the drums, oh, so I'm oh, telling okay. you. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Just for the record, we won that battle oh, at the end of the movie. Oh, let me call Nick. Let me call Nick and see what Nick got. And the halftime show too. The movie told otherwise. You might give you the halftime show. I don't know. The end of the movie. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. It's about that time. We gonna take a little break. Um, get a get get. Moisten our lips and everything. Moisten this mouth. We're doing a lot of talking. What are you saying? <laughs> I don't know. I need, I need some water. I need some water, man. I'm the one who usually is that if way. If you want to come into the shop, it's 404-603-8770. Those of you still in the Mammy basement with the rotary dial phone, it's 888-926-7562. Please be slow with that. You'd hate to have to start over. And we'll kids, be right black. Kids don't even know how to use their rotary phone. <laughs> they don't. They, they don't, don't even know how to make them. We yeah. will be right black. <laughs> It's a brisk and celebration. It's a dime block declaration. 59th and 5th Ave. Granny house with vanilla wafers. It's the remedy to separation. Tupac of my generation. Blue pill in the open matrix. Red rose in the gray pavement. Young black chicken trapped and he can't change it. No, he a genius, he just can't claim it. Cause they left him no platforms to explain it. He frustrated, so he get faded. But deep down inside, he know you can't fade him. How long should I stay dedicated? How long till opportunity meet preparation? I need some real in the reparations. Or I run up in your bank just for recreation. Dedication, hard work, plus patience. To some more of my sacrifice, I'm done waiting. I'm done waiting. Told you that I wasn't playing. Now you hear what I've been saying. Dedication. Dedication. Spent my whole life thinking out the box Boxing homies three on one, got DP but I ain't dropped Trip on me, here I come Spin around the block, they broke on me Said I ran a stop sign but that's a lie I spent my whole life staring at the stage Playing Sega, daddy smoking shirt, mama playing spades Catching vapors, grandma said I get some Jordans for my grades That's my baby, when she died my heart broke a hundred ways I spent my whole life trying to make it, trying to chase it The cycle of a black man divided, trying to break it You take a lost shit, don't cry about it, just embrace it Mind a setback for major comeback, that's my favorite Mike in the L said you do a song with Nip, K-Dot here better crip I said he a man first, you hear the words out his lips About flourishing from the streets to black businesses Level 4 yard living, giving to false imprisonment Listen close, my looking is bigger than deuces and foes To end up since elementary, we close to end up straight like that I give you the game, go back to the turf and give it right back For generations we've been dealt Bad hands with bad plans Prove your dedication by hopping out Grand Ams I'm at the premiere, politicking with Top Nip and Snoop Damn, clock watching the way we groove from dedication Hold up Nah, this ain't entertainment This folks again on a slave ship These soldiers and spirituals I swam against them waves with Ended up on shore to their amazement I hope the example I set's not contagious Lockers behind gates but can't tame us Used to be stay safe, now stay dangerous Cause ain't no point playing defense That's why I dove off the deep end, nigga, without a life jacket Couple mil, tour the world, all my life cracking Cook the books, bring it back so there's no taxes Royalties, publishing, plus our own masters I'd be damned if I slay for some I was 
was mapping this out, I hit the heist backwards Topping out the 85 and Reebok classes Read a couple marathons just to get established To make it happen, you got to have dedication Hard work, plus patience to some more of my sacrifice I'm done waiting, I'm done waiting Told you that I wasn't playing Now you hear what I've been saying Dedication It's dedication Welcome black, welcome black to Baba Shop Talking Brown the Bitch with your boy Rick Kane. We'll sing. Lovely Starlight. Dr. Kevin James in the building. We are back. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> stop, stop. What's up, baby? What you got for me? Crabs in the hmm. barrel. Yeah. Uh, those guys. Biggest thing that, you know, there's enough of us here. If you don't see, back. Ricky put his hands up high. There's enough of us here in Atlanta to bring Mars Brown back. Mm-hmm. We know this. That's, There's enough that's money. Facts, man. There's enough black money yeah. in Atlanta to bring Mars Brown back. In your opinion, why are we not coming together and bringing Mars Brown back? And what is it going to take to get that first dollar, that first viral dollar to get to get this thing started so we can get more brown back. It, it goes back to what I said earlier. People will only give when there's a connection. Okay. You have to touch the heart before you can ask I for gotta, the I got to believe mm-hmm. in you. Okay. You yeah, got to believe, believe in you, the product. It, it yeah. doesn't matter, man. I mean, that hamburger could look so good, but unless I'm like, okay, I'm hungry yeah. yeah, you know, it's I'm hungry enough to actually spend that $7 on that hamburger. Yeah. I'm not going to buy it, even yeah. though it looks great. Yeah. So everybody knows that this is a good cause. Everyone knows the importance of, of HBCUs. Everyone knows the importance of a school like Morris Brown. I got to touch the heart before I can ask for the hand. And but, that involves trust. That involves telling the story and going back to a three-letter word, the why. Mm-hmm. Why is this important? That's fundraising. Mm-hmm. And so I have to be able to, as the leader, to be able to tell the story, which is why I say no to any interviews for any meetings, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Man, I've met with 200 people, man, in 30 days. Yeah, um, Everybody I, promising I, me how they going to give me $10 million and $20 million. But you have to take those meetings. Well, that's the thing. But I take the every meeting. Eventually, somebody's going to be like, here. I got a oh, list of you. the things that you've done in 30 days. Oh, yeah, man, a lot of the things that you've done in 30 days. Yeah. You, you if, y'all, t- if y'all had You've touched on something that really, man. You are, and I'm trying, and I got to watch my words and everything. But you touched on something that really like gets to me about our people, and I don't care, black people. You can get mad at me all day and say I'm my Uncle Tom, whatever coon, whatever dumb, dumb comment that you can say or think of because you don't have an intelligent conversation or you can't hold an intelligent conversation. But why is it that we can pay five hundred dollars for a clothing item? From an Italian company, but we can't give $10 to, to you. Because here's my, this is, and this is not more so for you. Yeah. This is the psychology aspect of our society. Right. Is that we will, th- these people, we pay this money, this, this, we don't trust Gucci. We don't <laughs> trust Fendi. Right. We don't trust Prada. Yeah. But yet we're okay with giving $500 away for a t-shirt. A belt, some shoes. We're okay with giving that money away to them. Right. But to you, who is trying to actually influence our community, 
and I hate the word term black community. I hate that term because if we said white community, everyone would say racist. So I hate that term, but I'm going to use you, it. You're saying our. It's our. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I hate to use the black white. I hate the separation segregation just, thing. Just say our. Same. So, so what I'm saying is that with us doing that, the problem that I have is that our people will spend this exorbitant amount of money on all these other companies, but they say. I got to trust you, Dr. Kevin, right. to give you $10 to educate my black people. Yeah. A lot of people want to know, what do I get out of it? You know, if I get this $50, what do I get out of it? Now, people give for different reasons. Yes. Some people give because it's a tax write-off. We are a 501c3, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that might be your reason for giving. One of the easiest reasons to do. Right, you know. Get money um, back for it. You know, I believe in HBCUs. I believe in education. I be people give for different reasons. At the end of the day, the crux of it all is people want to feel a connection to why I'm doing this. But, and, but and that's, that's the thing. Why, we don't feel a connection to no, Gucci no, and all no, these clothing same. items companies when we give that ex crazy same, amount same, of money to them. Same. When, what you see on TV with all these rappers, rappers that's influences that wear those types of products, they make it believable that man, right. if I have that Gucci on, that right there. if I have that Versace on, I got that fine behind girl over there that they showed in that video. I got that all now, day though. That's but that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. Believable. That's what he said. You but gotta no, make it believable. But yeah. what I'm saying is the psychology of our. Our people are jacked up. I get the psychology. To believe that's, 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 that, though. We, I we, get that. That's, 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 that's all. We've always had an ass-backwards mentality when it comes to things like that. Yeah. We, always, it, we have always, a lot of us have always been there to believe that the more flashier that we yeah. have. So when our rappers are going to talk about, brag about the contributions that they've done to... These organizations. T.I. said it's the best. T.I. just did a song with um, Mayweather. I don't want to hear about. Even, I don't want to hear about what T.I. I'm going to say that. You got a problem with that. I know the, the T.I. problem same, that I had is because T.I. doing it same, off of clout chasing same, to go against Gucci. We're saying no, Rob. Let me say this. Go. He said, and um, T.I. recently uh just said he was on live. He recently just said this. He said, um, you know how hard it is to fight for a people that's trying to kill you. You know how hard that is, and so for you don't glorify killing people, and you talk about how hard it is to. What are you talking about? He glorified killing people, so now he's talking about how to fight for people that he glorified he, talking about killing. Not saying him specifically. That doesn't even but, make sense. But to get back to both you and uh, old school's point, being an educator, like he was saying, you have all these. All these people growing up and all they see is the people they look up to showing off what they got, what they use with their money. And be it, I don't care if you struggled to make it out to 12th grade or you went all the way to a Ph.D. You don't hear anybody talk about educating yourself. Education doesn't always come from a brick and mortar school, but it comes from going somewhere outside of what your base knowledge is. Correct. Having an HBCU, having a school like Morris Brown almost go under but still fighting to stay above water yes. is something worth looking into. Yes. It's something worth supporting. Yes. So me as an educator, I'm looking at my kids like, you know what? I don't care what you do out of here, but you better do something with your life. Yes. It is not always a college for everybody, but for those of you that are, here are your options. But then they see everybody that they want to look up that made it like, oh, well, that's not important. 
They're not going to think it's important. They're not going to then decide that, okay, let me pay attention to this issue. So it does come back to the fact that, unfortunately, a lot of people have influences but don't always go with the positive influences. They focus on the one or two that are a negative influence when the positive voices are getting swept under because your negative voices are the ones yelling. And back to what um, Rick was saying about the crab in the barrel bucket, it only take one to keep pulling down everybody that's trying mm -hmm. to make it. Yeah. And then you get that one where it's like, unfortunately, the one at the bottom pulling you down might be bigger, might have a bigger influence. But if you got five still trying to get out, at least one of them going to get out. But I mean, that's why, and that's, and, and see, and that's why you have to have these conversations. That's why he's on these tours. Mm -hmm. That's why he, for the last 30 days, this is what he's been doing. Because you got to talk about, I mean, we, we get a, all the negative stuff. Is going to go viral. Exactly. All the oh, negative man. stuff that's, is that's going to be Insta live, Facebook live, whoever live, my mama live, my <laughs> daddy live, all that. That's going. But we have to, that's why we have to share this conversation. Right. And, and all the conversation that he's had. We have to share some of this positive stuff so we can see it and, and know that it's out there. Unfortunately, yeah. a lot of people don't even know that a lot of this stuff is still out here that's going on. Like true. A lot of people I, don't I, even I, know Morris Brown still exists. It, right. And, which is the reason and, why and I'm doing these shows. And, 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 and I am thankful for Dr. Marcy Thurman Simmons who, because of her Facebook, I saw... Dr. Kevin James out here doing mm -hmm. this work, and I in in one of the meetings that they had that night, and I and I went on her page and was like, "Can how can I talk to him?" She immediately went to him and say, "Hey, we got somebody. Would you talk to him?" Mm -hmm. And I immediately said yes. Yeah, he said yes. <laughs> I emailed him. We thank you. Yes, because the, the this turnaround speed of those emails was was great. Like, I mean, we were we, both answering back be, to you like okay. Because I saw that this I need, my hip, man. we need to do <laughs> this thing need to be done. More of this need to be done. Yes, yeah. I mean it, it, it's 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 not going. This is not going to set... I would love for this to make it viral. For everybody that's watching this, please share this. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and share this as many times as you can. Yes. Because we don't need to lose another black college. That's a true statement, man. We, yeah. I mean... We don't need to lose nothing else in our community. We need to bring, get. We need more things in our community that's going to help us because we are losing too much every day. Every day. Just like the loss of... Nipsey Hussle mm, right. and and others like him who's who's out here trying to make a difference in their communities. Right. This school has made a difference in this community. Absolutely. We need to keep this school jumping. And we're going to keep it open. That goes into the to this. Please give morrisbrown.edu cash app dollar sign restore morris brown. Nothing too big, nothing too small. You can, know, go ahead. Can I point this out? I want to clear something up when it comes to just this Nipsey Hussle situation. Do you think, because a lot of people thinking so many different things right now, mm -hmm. do you think, speaking of uh, crabs in a bucket, do you think that it was just a neighborhood incident or do you think that it was a deeper incident? I want to believe in my heart of hearts that it was just a neighborhood thing. Mm. Okay. That's what I want to believe in my heart of hearts. All the signs that I've seen thus far mm. showing it's just a neighborhood thing. Okay. A man... Even with the video. Even with the video, everything I've seen thus far has shown that it... Now, will I put it past <laughs> this country that I live in? I can't wait to hear what Will say. Go ahead. Because gotta... I have seen what this country have done and will do. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that that is what this is. What you doing, man? <laughs> you all right? <laughs> 
Just wait for it. Yeah, I know. I know it's coming. It's coming. That's the reason why I, mean, I asked. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Oh, you got a deep opinion. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't have a deep opinion. This what I have is we got to stop with this dumbness. We got to stop with these dumb comments, these dumb statements that's taken away from what is actually what really the happened. truth. What really happened. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. The first thing I saw as soon as this guy got murdered, mm-hmm. the sensationalism of his murder started with this whole... This conspiracy whole conspiracy of stuff. It's called conspiracy like, theory. And honestly, yeah. my whole thing is, and Will knows, I will, I will read into a conspiracy to see yes. if there's any truth or fact behind right, any right, of it. Right. Squash it. Yeah, because honestly, facts. for me, for me, what did it for me and what had me 100% upset when I saw the name, mm-hmm. the actual gang affiliated name mm-hmm. of the man who took this man's life. But before that. No, I'm I'm saying, I'm saying when they brought out and they said, when they said what his name was going by, Mm -hmm. no, he was a, and I hate to say it because of how I feel about all humanity. No, he was a waste of space and you could tell it about him because of He's a king though. To somebody, he's he's my king. Somebody, somebody name, feels it. I'm sorry. That's with a thing. name Everybody's like that, like with a name I like agree. that, there is no respect ever. But I cannot, I cannot see anybody respectfully thinking positive about that guy they that did. took that. They did before he died, though. See, that's the problem with our. No, people. I'm not talking that's about Nipsey. Problem. Not talking no, about, I know, talking I about I the guy who, that, the guy what, who murdered that's him. That's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm telling you. There's before that guy died. Before that guy. Took Nipsey's life. There were people who thought positive of that guy. How? Because he was still in his circle. He was well, still. He I still. Feel, but I feel hold bad hold for his whole circle. No, it doesn't. See, y'all missing the point. I it's, feel bad for his circle. We make excuses. If that's we what they think is good, and if that's the name you give somebody they, that you want to put up yes. on a pedestal of being and who they you did. follow, I feel bad for your whole circle. And you know what they the did? Whole circle need to be dead. There's a difference between snitches now and snitches then. Snitches are getting glorified. Okay, no, stop for a minute. Let's stop. Stop, black people. Stop! Snitches are not being glorified. No, what is a snitch? It has nothing to do with him being a snitch. Hold on for a minute. Hold on for a minute. Hold on for for one minute, Starlight. What is a snitch? A snitch is somebody that if me and you did a crime okay. together, okay. and I hold on you. Okay, if you if I murder no. somebody, no, 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 tell no, you no, should no. tell on me. No, if no. you saw me murder no. a kid, you should we, tell on me. If we're going to talk about... And you're not a snitch. No, that's not the definition. I call you a snitch is someone that tells... Someone that tells should benefit for themselves. This is what we do with Okay, okay. This is the definition. That is the definition of a snitch. If you tell on the benefit of yourself over the person you're telling them that's the definition of a snitch okay why now, that's if, okay no that's, that's not a, why is that a definition of a snitch no that's what i'm saying that's, that's your definition it, no that's what a that's what the no definition that's your is. definition because let me explain to you why that's your definition so you're telling me i'm a, if me and rick do a crime and they tell me will you're gonna have to do 75 years if you don't tell me what happened they're offering the same thing to rick so I'm a snitch because I come out before Rick get the opportunity to come I'm out. I'm not saying that's not my definition. I'm I saying got if you kids look to it feed. up. If you look it up in the books the that make definitions, okay, that is the definition so of. It. I'm not saying it's right or himself. wrong. It is if you are giving up information that then the reward benefits you over the person you are giving it up about. Selfish. You that's are a snitch. That's selfish. No, my kids. Yes, Why did for you my kids, cry? that's selfish. 
Let me explain to you what a snitch you know, is to look, me. Man, you know what let me give y'all, let me give y'all, y'all my definition no, of I a snitch. I want to hear the definition. Okay. If there is a victimless crime and you tell, <laughs> then I'm perfectly okay with you being a snitch. Meaning this. If you and I go into a story, uh-huh. all right, uh-huh. and Rick steals something. Mm-hmm. That's not victimless. You're taking money out of From Walmart. From Walmart. You're taking money out of Sam Walton's okay. family mouth. That's I don't think. I don't think. I don't think they're hurting. That is not victimless anymore. I don't think. That is not victimless anymore. I don't think they got hurt. They may not be hurting. So, but it's okay, no I'm victimless. Please let him tell you. So okay. So you steal this out of Walmart for your kids and everything. My kids, my children. If you walking out that store and I say, hey. He just stole something. Uh-huh. That's snitch. Did you also have something yourself? No, but I don't. But if I see Rick walking out and I see Rick stole something, uh-huh. and I just automatically just no, I'm not gonna get an award for it. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna get a pat on the back. I'm gonna get a kudos. I'm gonna benefit from it. But I say, snitch, so, so, so Rick, so no, you went snitching. So me and you went together. No, snitching. So me and you, me and you went together to the store. Somebody end up dead. Some no no okay. No, 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 no. Somebody end up dead. Somebody end up dead. We we dead now. We taking it on in now. Now you're dead. Yeah, we still hanging. Okay, now we. Because I was stupid enough to hang with you again. Okay, <laughs> you murked somebody. Wait, I was stupid enough to hang with you again. Because I'm the only one that's gonna do all the bodies. Okay, now I killed somebody. I killed somebody. Then I was stupid enough to hang with you if you murdered somebody. Well, I was stupid enough to hang with you because they stole me to get my little bubble gum. No, but I was stupid if you murdered somebody. But go ahead, because you murdered. So think both y'all need to sit down. More so, of the day, snitches get stitches. Don't tell. Mind your own business. Stay in your lane. Be grown. No, no, if you no, no. no. What is, when is black people going to understand? Do not always mind your business. But you're not snitching. But Sometimes do not business need to be said. It, still, Sometimes it, business need to be spoken about. Per the, per the definition, is snitching. If you were involved in it also. Per the definition of snitching. That's what but, I said. Hey, no, I'm not saying. De- so, definition of it. Not your opinion of it, not his but opinion, not my, my opinion. Problem you mean you both was involved okay. and you told and not into it? Then talk to the original person. No, no, no that it's not about that. Into something too. The problem is... Hey, man, we got the five minutes. Okay, and that's why I'm going to go with this at the end. So we better end this up. So the problem that I have with that definition of a snitch is this then. If we're going to take that as a definition, then we're going to keep letting our folks in our community be harmed as if it's okay. That's a problem. Because I, as I, long I, as you don't snitch, you're still straight. That killer is okay, but you're wrong because you snitched on that killer. What kind of society do we live in and how can we ever progress as a people if we keep thinking that that's okay and that that's right? It's okay, keep okay. preaching to the choir. You can keep preaching to the choir. You are telling the exact truth. But, over there and y'all talking about but, to the choir. But I'll preach it to the congregation right now. I'll preach to all of them. <laughs> Everybody all in them. the building. But the fact still remains. What? That we are wrong for the way we're thinking. We are wrong. But until we change he our mindset. So go to H. So support HBCUs <laughs> such as Mars Brown. Get some damn education about yourself. Get this damn mentality that we have. Away from our community. Yes, we and don't if you need are it. Able, if you are able to become a success in your bond, reach back and help at least one other person become a success as well. Success is not about money, it's about the wealth that is in your mind and what you can do for yourself and those around you. Mr. Kevin James. Dr. Dr. Kevin, Kevin James. Oh, in closing, man, this is I enjoy myself tonight. I appreciate it. Again, I'm out, I was out here to tell the story of Morris Brown College. We're still alive. Please help us to spread the story that Morris Brown is on the, the rebound. We're uh, restoring our school. 
Please give morrisbrown.edu, cash app, dollar sign, restore Morris Brown. You please come say back on the show. I would love to come back. We hope we show. didn't run you off. Hey, man, I enjoyed it. We got to have you back. Say that one more time where they can reach you at, and tell, especially to give them all the money information. So we need money. Hey, hey. My folks. They have everything else. Give. Mo Brown needs money. <laughs> give. We need this money to people give. Are out here, people are and this, give this to and this is not a knock on Nipsey Hustle, but people are out here buying Nipsey Hustle CDs left and right right now. And they contributed to all Nipsey his masters Hustle. and that money hold going on, to a kid. Hold on, hold on. And Jay Z just gave them a fifteen million dollar good trust fund. Did Jay Z give fifteen million dollars to Mars Brown? Did we call Jay Z? Okay. Let's call Jay Z. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, we're giving money. When tragic tragedy happens and it's sectionalized through the media, how about give money to folks who are actually also going to benefit your kids and your future generations? Yeah. Tell them what this one, one, more, is, time. one more time. Our website is morrisbrown.edu, cash app, dollar sign, restore Morris Brown. Nothing too big, nothing too small. Please help us to restore uh, Georgia's oldest black college founded by black people. Thank you, Dr. Kevin. Thank y'all for having me on the show. Please man. come back anytime. I'll come you back want anytime to. y'all want me. And um um come on back and have a good time with us. I hope we ain't scared y'all, but hey, it's man, how we you do it in the bump shop, man. Um it is about that time. I want to say rest in peace to Nipsey Hustle. Rest in peace. All the prayers go out to his family, his loved ones, Thank his friends, his brothers, his sisters, his cousins, his uncles, all his folks, his fans. Um, it's time to sweep the flows. It's time to clean the clippers. Dr. Kevin James, the barbershop is yours. I mean, the bathrooms are yours. You got to clean the bathrooms. Oh, I got to clean the bathrooms. Okay. Yes, sir. No, he's a professional. We can't make him clean. The hell? <laughs> make that light-skinned dude <laughs> who ain't saying all. Clean me. I knew that was going to be a good one. I knew that was going to be a good one. The shop is going to be a great one. Out.
teach myself, made my first meal on my own, I don't need your help. All black time for special. Talking random.